When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a bit of a spooky Thursday ah, episode. I'm scared. Because <laughs> Halloween is just around the corner. I'm personally very excited. We'll Same. be discussing a uh, somewhat disturbing TikTok about monitoring your child's sugar intake on Halloween. And we thought we'd also share our thoughts on how to make Halloween a positive one. Hell yeah. So this TikTok is called The Switch Witch. Uh, and it's this guy talking about some stuff. Yeah. What is he talking about? So yeah, it's a father of a girl. She appears to be about three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to read the narration. So they're talking about what they do on Halloween so that their kid doesn't eat too much candy. Mm-hmm. Trick-or-treating is fun, but kids don't really need all that candy. So here's what we do instead. Our daughter goes out and has a blast trick-or-treating. When she gets home, she gets to pick out five of her favorite pieces of candy to keep. Then she leaves the rest of the candy in her basket and leaves it on the front porch. During the night, the switch witch comes and takes the rest of the candy and leaves a gift in return. Oh, my God. In this case, it's an Elsa doll. Okay. We heard about this a few years ago, and now our daughter is just as excited for the Switch Witch to come as she is for trick-or-treating. This has been a great way to cut back on candy but still enjoy Halloween. Interesting. I was so horrified by this video. Like, just, first of all, way to suck all the fun out of Halloween. Like, because I know from having nephews and going trick-or-treating with them, there is nothing better than seeing mm-hmm. the joy on their faces collecting pounds of candy. They never go through all it's that candy. It's the first time they're ever earning anything for themselves. You know what? That's so true. They're yeah. basically performers. They're door-to-door salesmen. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I mean, I just think like that is one of the most pure things about being a kid is how excited you are for free candy on Halloween. Here's the thing I will say, though, about the Switch Witch is, and I, I kind of love the term the Switch Witch, <laughs> is that I think it's a it's a nice option. 
like, I wish it wasn't a mandatory thing. That's like, oh, you only get to keep five pieces and then you put in your basket this Uh, and you you could get another toy or whatever. Cause it's like, I'm thinking about, you know, places where you like play games to get tickets and then you exchange those tickets for those little gifts on the walls. Yeah. Um, what if the candies were like tickets where it's like, you can decide, oh, I want to keep actually 20 pieces and then get like a little toy. Or it's like, no, I want to keep all of my candy this year. Or it's like, actually, dad, I'm not into candy this year. I want the Switch Witch to give me something massive, like a Barbie dream house or something like that. That's an interesting idea. But I also, I'm also approaching it from the idea of like, I'm not, disclaimer, I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. I, Neither I, of us are parents. And so I know that this arena is very difficult to navigate, but I just don't want to spoil my children when I have children. And like, I think the, the whole like present culture, like you do something good and you get a present, like we can't be doing any of that. Like, I just think it's so inappropriate. Like there are certain holidays that I feel like you get gifts Mm. and other kids it's it's like becomes unfair when you're getting a gift every Halloween and other kids aren't. I don't know. That's just my personal. Like other kids are like, wait, where'd you get that? And you're like the switch witch. But it's like, but my family doesn't have the switch witch. And it's like, well, that's because of your religion. No. Yeah, it's because... <laughs> like, it's, I always felt left out on Christmas. Right. It's but like that doesn't mean I want to, like, take away Christmas for other people. I understand that. I just think, like, there's something in my bones that sees this and it's ah, like, bones. oh, bones. <laughs> 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 there's something in my bones that I see this and I'm like, you're just you're spoiling your kid for no reason. Like why to avoid them eating a few extra pieces of candy? I think it's less about spoiling and it's more about control over what they're eating, which is also that part feels a little icky. Uh, Well, you know, I, I gathered some of the popular comments mm -hmm. on this TikTok Mm because some of them are hilarious. Yeah. And I'm just noticing that I, I actually didn't paste this one, but there was one person who said, what we do is we give them the choice, kind of like what you said. We yeah. give them the choice. They can trade in their candy for a dollar a piece. Which, but I also think it's like, why are you giving your four-year-old a dollar? They don't know what to do because with that. Because they think dollars are so much money and they're they, so excited. Yes, but they would be just as excited for the free candy that they just got. I don't know. There's something that I really don't like about if it. If I could get a dollar for every candy corn... That would be crazy. Catch me getting so many dollars. Oh my God. Yeah. You, it's like winning the lottery. <laughs> okay, this is, this is my favorite comment. Somebody said, I love this idea. I have a toddler and he doesn't need candy, but I want him to experience going out and trick-or-treating. He doesn't need candy. He doesn't, oh yeah, who needs candy? He actually can't chew candy yet. That's, I also don't <laughs> like that term, like we don't need all that candy. Yeah, yeah. nobody needs it. That's why it's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she says, Oh, I'm assuming it's a woman. She or he says, I don't eat candy and he doesn't need more than five pieces at two years old. I'm not saying I don't give him the occasional Andy's mint chocolate, but all these people are out here the yelling fuck at- is Andy's mint chocolate? <laughs> I'm not saying I don't give him the occasional Werther's original. Yeah. <laughs> I Listen, listen. I'm not saying I don't give him the occasional frozen sour grape from the freezer that he can suck <laughs> on for two hours. <laughs> like what? Andy's mint chocolate? is the best candy that this person could have written down. I've never even heard of Andy's Mint Chocolate. Oh, really? No. Okay. Um, on the DL, I 
do like them. Okay. But they are kind of a grandma candy. Okay. It's like saying, you know, I'm not saying I don't give him the occasional fruit Ricola. cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give him the occasional Hall's fruit breezer. Yeah. Um, Which is like, that's the quickest way to tell me that you are out to lunch. And then they go on to say... Do they know how long it takes for our tiny children to process all of that sugar? Did they know that most of the candy is genetically modified and full of food dyes? I'm not strict about much, which is if you have to say that you're not strict about much, you're probably strict about a lot. That's just yeah. my general. Your child's not allowed to have a lock on their door. Right. They no. they take the doors off, they take the the doors off. Yeah. in this house. Uh, I'm not strict about much, but there's things we as parents can do to help our children have healthy bodies. I do my best to limit dyes, and I absolutely do not feed him food that has bioengineered on the label. Read what you all are giving to your kids. I'd much rather have the Switch Witch trade him for a truck or a puzzle. Thank you for the amazing idea and memories to come. Um, <laughs> hooray for your memories to come. I, I I just want to go back to the beginning when we were talking about needing candy. Yeah. Because this brings up, we're going to talk about a lot of childhood stories uh, surrounding candy today. And mine actually doesn't have to do with Halloween. It has to do with a project that we did in second grade where it was called Ellis Island. And we all had to set up little booths of stuff that you were going to sell to other people at Ellis Island. We had all immigrated and right. they were like, think about things that people need not want because you want to make money you know starting out your new life here in America yeah and I was like candy like I <laughs> decided that everybody needs candy because I I love it I think it makes life amazing and I spent hours like making these little like doodles of different types of candies and cutting them out and got so excited for my booth I made no money Nobody bought your candy? None of the kids bought my candy. Why? Which was very bizarre because they didn't need it. They were off buying blankets. and Did they give you Monopoly money or like yeah, tokens to basically, buy Basically, it was like certain amount of money that you could spend on the things that you were buying. Okay. And so, yeah, they all bought, bought other the essentials. Shit. Yeah. And uh -huh. I was stuck with a booth full of candy. Did you guys have to change your names? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you were keeping it true to Ellis Island, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm, I can't believe nobody bought your candy. I know. Did you I, bring it home? Well, it was paper. It was like these. Oh, it wasn't I had, like, drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. If it was real candy, they would have bought it. Exactly. It would have been more tempting. They weren't um, suspending disbelief. Enough. Enough. Yeah. That, that's what happened. But they could believe that somebody who drew a blanket, they were like, that will keep me warm. True. <laughs> Do you remember what any of the other stuff was? I'm just curious. Yeah, it was like blankets, clothes, uh, like wood. Like one kid did yeah. wood for like, he's like, you could build fires and stuff. And I was like, okay. ah, yeah. you genius. I, I probably would have bought the candy. Thank like, you. Thinking about the person that I was at, when was this, kindergarten? Second grade. Second grade. Uh, yeah, even at that age, I would have like built my house out of candy. Mm. I would have been like the gingerbread witch in Hansel and Gretel. No, this is about the switch witch. Let's get back to the comments. One of them I liked was, dude, it's once a year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, yeah, do little kids need tons and tons of candy? But no, nobody needs it. But what adult do you know who's in very, very poor health because they had candy once a year on Halloween? Mm. It's just not a thing. Mm. I just think it's way too possessive and controlling um 
Like if you're that worried, then you should be going with your kid to school every day and monitoring, you know, are they giving out munchkins? You know, like kids, kids can handle a little bit of sugar. I also, there was this one comment that said, why not just teach moderation? Like it's a great idea, but it's not really teaching her anything. Like, I don't know how you would eat your Halloween candy, but I was very like, I'm going to save it for as long as I can. Like I would have as much as I wanted during a night and then like save it because I wanted to make it last. And I think a lot of kids do teach themselves moderation in that way. Like, I don't know a ton of kids who are binging all of their Halloween candy in one night. That actually feels like more of a punishment Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you you tried a cigarette, smoke a whole pack and then you'll never want it again. I actually did know kids like that, that their parents would say, you can eat it tonight. But then after tonight, it's gone. Well, that's not moderation at all. No, no, it encourages binging. It encourages binging. So, But I'm with you. Based on what I see now with my sister's kids and their friends who they trick-or-treat with, Mm -hmm. they have some candy on Halloween, but then they save it and eventually it goes bad. They don't go through all the candy. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're allowed to have, you know, a few pieces for dessert if they want it. Eventually they get bored of it. Somebody actually commented... We just stick it on top of the fridge in a bowl and everyone forgets about it. Like that has been my experience. Interesting, yeah. That it loses the power once it's there and it's just there, you know? And that and that goes back to like my feelings on moderation. I don't think it needs to be taught. Yeah. That's what intuitive eating is all about. If it's available, you know that it's there, but it doesn't have this power over you and you don't want to binge on it. But I think this is where the parents are putting how they feel about eating onto the kids who don't feel that way yet Mm -hmm. that they're like oh you'll do this because I do this like even I live with my dad now and he'll be like oh don't buy that because I'm gonna eat the whole thing yeah you know and I'm like but then just don't because I need ice cream in the house Mm -hmm. now I buy him his own his own ice cream Mm. does he eat it all in one sitting well I'm really proud of him because he's had this one uh thing of halo top for like two weeks now and I was like you still have your ice cream left he goes yeah and I go, I'm so proud of you. Like, <laughs> Wait, that's actually fascinating because Halo Top specifically encourages you to eat the whole thing in one sitting. Because on the um, right. on the peels, yes. it says like, don't stop till you hit the bottom. Yeah. I don't know why I said it in that voice, but. That's how they say it. That's the tone, yeah. right? And it like very much encourages binge eating. And it's like, oh, it's only 300 calories a pint. You can eat the whole thing. But like. But I think that's what a lot of the parents are worried about is that if they're not giving away this candy to the switch witch or whoever, I don't know who's taking the candy. Well, they got to be throwing it out. They're throwing it out. But or I think. Or they're eating it. Or they're eating it. <laughs> is this just a way for parents to, to get the candy? their kids candy? Because that's actually genius. It's, it's a little bit evil. My, my, she's not evil, but my mom did used to eat our Halloween candy. Like I would, le- I would let my mom share with me. That's very kind of you. Um, <laughs> I would not have if she. Do you ask. remember that prank that I think they still do it on the Jimmy Kimmel Show, where parents told their kids that they ate all of their Halloween candy? Yeah, at the time, I thought it was so funny. Same. And now when I look back at it, I'm like, that's so cruel. No, I thought it was so funny. I used to quote it all the time and I'd be like, you sneaky mom. (laughs) But then I recently rewatched it and there were so many tears and shrieking and crying. And I was like, oh my, this is mean. Like it was like the first time people had really like used their kids for like content 
besides like America's funniest home videos, but like everyone getting the same prompt of like, yeah, this specific thing to traumatize your kid. And I was like, but also some of the kids were really like, that's okay, mom, you were hungry. I know, which is so sweet. Yeah. That's not how I would have reacted. Um, I love that kid who was like, mom, that's like five candies. Two plus two is five. I don't remember that one. (laughs) Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef? 
homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. So my Halloween candy trauma is mm-hmm. kind of similar. I, I don't, I mean, my mom probably did eat the candy, but what happened was I had this little homemade box that I made in arts and crafts at day camp. And I decided to put all my Halloween candy in the box so I could keep it for longer. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Couple months go by. So I think I, I didn't have that much candy on Halloween, but I kept the candy. And every so often I would go in and take some candy. I opened the box one day. It's empty. I am hysterical. Uh, my dad comes over. I, my mom and dad are divorced. My dad comes over one day and I tell him, I'm like, mom threw out all my Halloween candy. He's like, now you know why we're divorced. (laughs) (laughs) She did to your candy what she did to my Amex. Um, (laughs) um, So I'm like, can you talk to her? Because I'm like too embarrassed to ask her why she did that. Mm -hmm. And secretly, I know why she did that. Okay. He goes and talks to her. He comes back. He's like, well, she said that you were like sneaking candy. And I was so You were like, I was going to the bank. Yeah, like my I was taking out my savings every so often. That's what I said. I was like, Dad, I wasn't sneaking candy. It's mine. I earned it. Yeah. I was so devastated. I never said a word to her about it, but I just remember crying because it felt like such an invasion and it felt like I I felt like I was doing a good thing. I thought I was being responsible and like saving my candy and only eating a little at a time. But she was just like, no, she doesn't like she She didn't think you deserved deserved it yeah yeah when you're like I did all of the legwork I went to so many houses I dressed cute in order to get the candy I mean I was I was hitting up all the good houses I knew the roots Mm -hmm. I knew who had the Kit Kats Mm -hmm. I knew who had the Almond Joys and you took all of my Kit Kats and all of my Almond Joys all of my joy all of my joy is gone I'm not kidding I think about it a lot I think about it a lot this was like 25 years ago and never I never s- forget the first time your parent wronged you seriously was that the first time she wronged you probably not but the first time my parent wronged me and she gets so mad at me every time I bring it up but I got this nightgown from a friend for my birthday and we called it the teapot nighty because it had teacups and teapots and I loved it so much and then one day she just decided that I had grown out of it and I would have worn it as a shirt for years uh-huh. I don't fucking care she turned it into a rag no. Like a cleaning rag. No. Yeah. And oh she has God. apologized since, but I was like, what? How dare you? Wait, that is so fucked up. Like this thing that you loved to wear is now something that you scrape goo off dishes with. Yeah. That's like horrifying. Yeah. If she had cut it up and put it into a quilt or ah. something so you could savor it forever. Made it into a little teddy bear. I used to cut up my own clothes and sew them into teddy bears oh, or that's whatever. Cute. Yeah. Like, no, I, I totally feel you. That's offensive but she was just like stop wearing this one nightgown like right I mean you're nine now (laughs) but you loved it I loved it 
I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry that your mom <laughs> did that to you. It's okay. It's okay. But I, I almost want to say it might have been different if she sat me down and said, like, listen, Halloween's over. I'm going to take away your candy. But I think I would have still been mad. Or like, hey, it's been five months. Most of that candy is probably not good anymore. Yeah, that shit was dried out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, I could get you some new candy. Or, uh, yeah. I, I don't you know. You had no say in the matter. She didn't like the idea that I was eating things not on her watch. But this is why I want the kids to have a say in the matter if there is a switch witch like it could be like hey you can keep all of these candies or whatever or there is an option where you could give away five pieces of candy and get a tiny little present from the switch witch or you can give away 15 you know like I don't know yeah there's a bartering system it's not incentive it's just like hey what would you rather Mm. do you want like all of these because I'd be like oh no there's a few candies that I actually don't want Right. The, uh, and I'd like to be able to get something for them. The hundred grands or the... Uh, I don't the, mind a hundred grand. I actually like them. I don't know why I use that. The, yeah. the Charleston <laughs> Chews. My nephew's got a bunch of Charleston Chews. They were like, what is this? I was like, don't eat that. They were like gumdrops. <laughs> like, I don't want gumdrops. I straight up told them, don't, I don't like eat milk the Charleston duds. Chews. Milk duds I like. See, yeah. But 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 yeah. I, but there that, are, give the kids some agency. Yeah. I, I think that is a better alternative than just taking it. And leaving a toy. Yeah. Um, And also it's like, oh, yeah, actually candy is currency for the Switch Witch. So like. (laughs) The Switch Witch. It is a great name. I like the name. It's a great name. But I'm it. The idea of it kind of like goes against everything that I believe in. Um, For sure. Somebody said, what happened to parents just letting kids be kids and enjoy Halloween? Yeah. I mean, that's that's basically how I feel. And this person said, honestly, no. Yes, the kids don't necessarily need the candy, but rewarding giving it up with another toy. Seriously, the option to teach moderation is right there. And instead, you're advocating a tooth fairy thing based on candy gotten from other people, which is not something all parents can do. That's That's true. That's fair to know. It's an accessibility thing. You know, that's kind of what I was getting at with like, this is free candy. It's part of the holiday. You know, parents are already expected to go all out for Christmas or go all out for whatever holiday they celebrate. And I, this is just adding another Spend a thing. ton on socks for Hanukkah. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> I got so many socks back in the day. But yeah, I just, I think it's unnecessary. Like the opportunity to just reinforce good habits or it, it's right there. But if I, if somebody had said to me as a kid, cause I, I mean, every time a birthday rolls around or a gift giving time rolls around, my parents have always been like, what do you want? I have no idea. So if they had been like, would you rather a specific toy or would you rather like, you know, any toy versus your candy? I'd probably be like, no, I want to keep my candy because I can't think of something. But also this candy means a lot to me. Yeah, it's it's like it's not just the candy. It's like it's the the amount of candy. Like it's a representation of the fun that you had on Halloween. It's your like treasure chest. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I almost would prefer gilding the candy, like, you know, enc- encrusting <laughs> it in gold and then displaying it around the house or something. I pay my Switch Witch with Hanukkah guilt. Uh-huh. <laughs> our producer, Lauren. Yes, she's our new producer. We're very excited to have her on board. And we were talking about this TikTok and... She said that she has some Halloween candy related trauma. Yeah. And we'll do a whole episode with Lauren so you guys get to know her better. But we we just wanted to have her quickly explain this trauma story because 
it applies. Lauren. Hey, guys. Lauren Hope Crass. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Emily, my story is your story. Oh. It is so I'm hashtag triggered listening <laughs> to you tell this story. Oh, my God. It's so I was 10 years old. I was living with my mom, my grandfather and my grandmother. So my mom's parents. Mm -hmm. um, my father was not around. We can get into that later. Um, and, Story for another day. <laughs> yeah. And we lived in this condominium high rise um, and we did trick or treating. And I walked around the building and I wore like a cute princess outfit and I met all my neighbors. They were mostly old people, but mm -hmm. it was really fun, you yeah. know, and I collected the, the candy and then. We got home and they were like, okay, pick out one piece. One? one? They were like, pick out one piece and then we're going to donate the rest to the orphanage. There was a literal orphanage down the street and they were like, these kids have less than you. You know, and meanwhile, like uh, my dad left and we're living with my, like we yeah, have nothing. Yeah. And my mom feels so bad because she's like, they're letting her, us live here for free because it was mostly my grandparents being like, she can't get fat. Uh, um, like pick one piece. And then take it to the orphanage. And so I, it's a core memory. I, yeah. like, we drove to the orphanage and knocked on the door. And I was like, here. And I was so oh. upset. Tears <laughs> streaming down. I was down. crying. <laughs> and then like some kids came out. This and then I was for you. This was so traumatizing. And then we got home and there's a picture of me, which is probably also why I remember it. I locked myself in the food pantry Maybe that's a metaphor. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I locked myself in the food pantry and just threw a fit and cried. And <laughs> my mom or my big mama, my grandma was like, come out of the closet. And I like opened the door and I looked really angry. And there's a picture of me. Amazing. Like 10 years old in a costume. Like, Urgh. They took a picture of you in that <laughs> yeah, state? Like, She's mad. It's funny. <laughs> See, this like, is where the Jimmy Kimmel shit comes yes. from. Yes. Okay, so but it was your grandparents' idea to do this. It was my grandparents' idea. Or this is just the story my mother has chosen to tell because she does feel bad about this mm. story. She's like, oh I yeah, Teacup Nettie it. was my grandparents' idea too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grandparents. But you got an apology from her. Yeah. Yes. Later on. Yes. That must feel nice. Because it's like you were upset, but even as a kid, you might have been questioning, like, well, am I spoiled? Like, do these kids deserve the candy more than me there was yeah there were so many swirling emotions of like guilt mm -hmm. of oh i have it better than other kids but also i want to eat this candy that i got and so that i badly. earned yeah yes it's yeah. like the first foray into like doing anything for yourself as yeah. a human you know and then when they take it away it's so hard to describe why it's so traumatizing. Feels like yeah. taxes, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Truth. Oh, that is so true. But yeah, your mom also kind of felt strong armed because she was like, "Listen, like they're letting us live here, so I guess mm -hmm. give up my daughter's candy." I wish she had gotten you some under the rug, you know, like just slipped you a little rebate. That now that you're saying that, I'm like, I bet my grandma did that because my grandma couldn't enforce anything. I'm realizing this was probably my grandfather being mm. being well, the leader here. You know, it's also like kind of a generational difference. At least that's what I'm sensing because the our parents' parents handle ch handled child rearing much, much differently than yeah. ours, like as a general rule. Um, I remember my, my Nana one time advised my mom because I was... I wasn't, 
don't know how to talk about this because I never thought I was a bad kid. But in the past few years, it's kind of come to light that I was a bad kid. Like very rebellious. In what way? Okay. Rebellious, wouldn't listen, would throw tantrums. Um, I was kind of like an angry, frustrated kid. Just sounds like a little person. Yeah. I mean, there was a <laughs> lot of shit going on. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've unpacked a lot of this in therapy. But my Nana gave my mom the advice to spank me. Ooh. And, and uh, my mom did it one time. Yeah. Because I was acting out. And I never let her forget it. I would oh, yeah. bring it up. Yeah. I, she only did it once. Yeah. Same with my mom because her <laughs> mom told her to do it. Yes. And then she cried. Core memory also. My mother sobbing yeah. because she hit me. I mean, yeah. just, just as far as spanking goes, like I saw this somewhere on the internet that was like, when you're having a conflict with an adult, like you don't hit them. You know, like why would you do that to a kid who knows so much less oh, yeah. and has so much less power? And it's kind of related. Like it's not teaching them anything. No. It's just teaching them to live in fear. Yeah. And, um, and you know, was it a little bit possibly dramatic of me to remind her? And I mean, I feel like I, I reminded her of this like four years ago. Like she probably reminded herself though too <laughs> no, because she, she didn't for doing like it. doing it. Yeah, she hates herself for doing it. But it does, it also feels good to get that apology. To be yeah. like, I wasn't so far off base to feel the way that I felt. Yeah. Um, I got an apology about Fat Camp too recently. Nice. Which I never have gotten before and it was completely unprompted. And my mom was like, trust me, I feel bad about it all the time. It's just that at the time your pediatrician said that you were pre-diabetic and that I should take action immediately. And so I felt that I just wanted to do what was best for you. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it was, which like, to be honest, I didn't even think that was a factor. I mean, she would sometimes say, I want you to be healthy, I want you to be healthy, but I always thought that was just... You don't like how I look. Yeah, I, I thought she just wanted me to be skinny like her. Re-donating stuff, because we were talking about inequity with a bunch of people being able to get gifts, a bunch of people not being able to. Again, wouldn't it be nice to involve your kid and say, hey, you have a bunch of candy. Uh, would you like to give any of it away to mm. underprivileged kids who might have not gotten candy this year? And if they say no, don't shame them for it. That's not where they're at yet. Or you could also offer up the option, hey, would you like to keep half of your candy and then donate half to the end? Like a CVS checkout for kids. Give half to the switch witch and then uh, we'll, we'll buy a toy and give it to somebody. I don't know, you know. I kind of like that idea. That idea is a little bit nicer to me of like pick out the ones that you know you're not going to eat or like, you know, pick pick out the less desirable candy <laughs> <laughs> or pick you know? out some of your favorites to give away and yeah. then you have leftovers. Yeah. Like it's a curated gift and mm -hmm. not forced. Sure. Just to be clear, when I say undesirable candy, I'm not talking about the Andes mint chocolate. But it's undesirable to you. <laughs> to you. It might to not you. be undesirable to those kids. Exactly. Some like, people that could be a love nice candy thing. corn. Because a lot of candy does go to waste. Yeah. In my experience. For sure. Lauren, thank you so much for sharing this experience. Thank you. My pleasure. I hope you've gotten the apologies that you deserve. I do. And I'm going to have lots of Halloween candy this year. To make Amazing. And we can't wait to have you on a great big episode for the listeners to get to know you better. Yay. Thank yes. you. That'll be really soon in like a Coming week and a half. soon. Yeah. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubin 
Nation. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Happy Halloween. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.